I'm Cherie Selly, and with me is Judy Steenland. We are a part of Selly Group Real Estate, a boutique brokerage here in Colorado Springs. I keep saying it, tiny but mighty, because we are doing a lot of transactions, but still holding the hands of our clients in a very personal and unique way, because we don't want to grow so big that we forget who we're here for, which is for you, the people listening, the clients that we serve. And we're so grateful for that. And Judy, hello. Hello. <laughs> birthday girl. Oh, it's, we're still going. Oh, my birthday's long Sorry, gone by We now. have to celebrate. By the time this airs, it'll be like a month after my well, birthday. Well, we'll still have that uh, memory of your birthday I and podcasting. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess really and truly, some people do take a birthday month. So I'm on board with that. Can I like milk this for... <laughs> A month? Totally. I love it. Thank you yes. so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. And and Judy, you know, we were um, on our last podcast. We had May statistics. And as this airs, we do not have Junes yet. But we are we were down just a little bit on the average price of a home. And it was about 554 um, down from the month prior, which was April, but still up over 12%. So Things are, are kind of balancing out, right? Yep. There's still a lot that sellers can expect for good things. And we touched on that on the last podcast. But I think what I love that you began on the last podcast, that we really need to actually kind of go into more depth about are these pillars, the basic pillars. Back to the basics, folks. Yeah, back to, because in a market that's changing so quickly, I mean, we have to rely on our knowledge and numbers, knowledge and numbers. Uh, and, and that's exactly what we're doing. So um, I know for me, I've got a home that we're prepping for the market right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's the same questions that most sellers ask. Do I really need to do all of these repairs? Do I need to stage? And can we list at this number? This is what I want for the house. And just having, you know, very honest conversations mm -hmm. about um, where the market is, why we shouldn't list at this exorbitant high number, why we should do the repairs, and yes, why we should stage, because we are still seeing homes sell over list price if we're, we're pricing correctly. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, why? So let me ask you this. If a seller is wanting to be more experimental about their pricing, I mean, why is that a bad idea, in your opinion, to just kind of go for the moon? Yeah. Well, you and I both know after doing this for more than 20 years, Sharice, that the longer a house sits on the market, the more stigma there is with that number. Mm -hmm. And buyers will come in and think that, oh, this is this home has been on the market for a, a longer time and will really come in with a lowball offer oftentimes. You're right. And then the resounding question, what's wrong with the house? Right. And there may not be a thing wrong. It just may have been priced wrong from the beginning. Yeah. And statistically, when we overprice a home on the market, the ending number is typically lower than if we would have priced it in line with where it should have been. I so agree yeah. with that because there there was nothing to build up from. If you're going too high, you can't build from there. We could at the beginning of the year. Yeah. You know, that yeah. strategy has changed. So in a market that has, and, and it'll be interesting when we see June's numbers, because I think there may be another decline in the average price of a home again, slightly. And so if we see this, which I believe will be a bit of a trend, and guys, the sky's not falling. 
because we talked about it in the last podcast, sellers, you're making huge equity still, huge. But if you try to add to that equity shooting for the moon, you might shoot yourself out of the orbit completely. Yeah, ran right in the foot. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think being um, reasonable to start at a place where you get that buyer pool of interest. And as you said, Judy, and the numbers don't lie, that there are still multiple offers happening on some properties. And there are, it's not a dead market. I pulled up the monument area, 80132, just as an example. And I think it's really interesting. So um, uh, as this as this is uh, being filmed on June 15th, we have in 80132, 94 active listings right now. And with 94 active listings, the average beginning list price was 986. Current listing price at 966. So, you know, that's a, about a $20,000 difference. Yeah. 80921 last week that we talked about was about a $30,000 difference because the average price of a home is higher there. Yeah. Um, but it's very interesting. So there is about a $20,000 decrease on average or so, and that can be well over 100000 Some of these are 300000 no joke, $300,000 price adjustments um, on some of these active listings that are in the stratospheric high end. So we've seen some of that, but we're also, as the market is finding its new gravity, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, it's a, it translates on all these active listings to about a $20,000 difference right now. Yeah. I I feel like where we're still having the biggest um, challenge is in that average price point. There's mm-hmm. just not a, enough of that. So homes, 400 five, up to 550 for mm-hmm. Colorado Springs is what the average is now. Mm-hmm. That's where we're having such an inventory crisis. Yeah. And a lot of those homes with buyers paying at the top end of their budgets don't have the money to do the repairs and renovations that are required in some of those homes that are are listed. So I feel like that's where our biggest challenge is. And then we've got still big investors buying up bulks of property still in happening. that price range. Yeah, it, that's still a thing. Yeah. That's still a thing. And let me just go back to the the monument area and just finish out the conversation about price differentials. Yeah. Um, in Monument, over the last 30 days, the average list price, 835, average sold price of 856, it's 102.9. That's not a radio station. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you a number, a differential. It's still, in the last 30 days, homes have been selling for an average of 3% over. Mm-hmm. The lowest price differential was 85%. So somebody got 15% off of the list price on one yeah. listing or on a few maybe. Um, but that that covers 62 listings that have sold in the last 30 days. So this is enough time to say, okay, interest rates have spoken and they've climbed, but there are still there is still the chance of the home that you love having a bidding war. Yeah. And so I do think going talking for sellers about those pillars is so important. And then also preparing buyers that it may not be the bloodbath that you think for you for your own advantage. You got to still be prepared. 
Right. They, That's right. And we are here in Colorado Springs because we do have five military bases. We are in the middle of a PCS season right mm-hmm. now. So mm-hmm. a lot of military families are, you know, working to find homes because they've got orders to either come here or move to another state. So we still are seeing a lot of activity from just that natural migration that we have every year here yes absolutely we are yeah so much so and that won't change because that's here to stay folks i would like to talk there's an article that was on realtor magazine about common mistakes buyers make in bidding wars because if that is still happening when you're making an offer on a property um judy when when that's happening what do you think what is some sage advice that you feel like you can give a buyer yeah i i always tell my buyers know your top number know where you're comfortable if you get into a situation where you're outside of those numbers i i feel like they're going to regret it when they can't afford to go on vacation when they can't afford to live Mm -hmm. and they're just bound to a mortgage payment so i just tell them Let's let's stay within our budget. Let's go under our budget so we can bid up if we need to mm. because of a lot of that price point or price range still going over list. So just really knowing what they have in savings, what kind of discretionary cash they have available, and just not putting themselves in a position where they're so stretched that they – they are they're not happy 100 percent. yeah and it goes along with the advice from um an agent lee lei she advises her clients in this article to hold back between 10 and 40 percent of what they can afford mm-hmm. because of those unexpected repairs yeah so many people have bought homes as is completely um, as it is without inspection or having an inspection but not having the ability to have the seller correct things. And I I think that's softening a bit right now. Yeah. But I don't think it's over because yeah. if there is a bidding war, that's the first thing that the seller is trying to get is to have a property that where either they significantly reduce inspection objections or they take them away. Yeah. And well, and you and I both know the reality is, even with inspectors and inspections, anything can happen. I yes. mean, oh, air conditioner can be working today, and it, two weeks from now can, you know, go go out. 100%. And that is not something we can foresee if it's working at the time of inspection. You can't foresee that, Judy. That's not something that we, can, I mean, we have control you over. You have superpowers, <laughs> but I'm surprised that you can't imagine that somebody's AC would go out after they buy a home months later. Well, <laughs> honestly, it happened to my very own sister. She bought a home, AC was working just fine, and Sure enough, within a month, the whole thing needed to be replaced. And that was hot Texas. And that was hot Texas, and it wasn't cheap. So, you know, it's having those discretionary or having that money set aside, knowing that there are things that are going to break and go out. And <coughs> and for sellers, going back to that those pillars that we had talked about earlier, um, condition, like yeah. getting the home ready, having all of those objections. So, okay, maybe... Maybe the buyer isn't going to, um, maybe to get your optimal price sellers, do those repairs up front. Don't wait. Don't hide things. Don't think that a buyer will take the home in any condition right now because they they have more and there's a lot more homes to choose from. Mm -hmm. And your home may be glossy and pretty, but if it's ugly on the inside, it doesn't matter. 
you know. It's all going to come out. (laughs) Beauty shines from the inside out, right, Judy? (laughs) Yeah. Well, those things are going to come up and um, it can kill a deal. That's and right. it's not fun having your house off the market and then going back on the market because then you are required, we're required by law to disclose the things that came up yes. if they don't fix them. So so just be ahead of the curve. That's what we do. That's how we help sellers the most is to stay ahead of that curve. Fall, you know, fall into the grace of these pillars because mm-hmm. that they're meant to give you strength, not to weaken your position as a seller. And so, yes, condition is key. That's definitely something. And that will help a buyer to have the confidence to close on the home yeah. and move forward. And one of those pillars we talk about is marketing, Sharice. And I think our, our group does an amazing job at marketing. I do too. We go above and beyond and we add additional services and we make more information available to the buyers out there so that they are prepared to come in strong Yes, um, and they're ready to buy. A lot of times sight unseen. Absolutely. That is a very good point. Yeah. And we have had a lot of success. In fact, a national uh, TV show reached out to uh, to me recently on one of our listings. So we'll see if it actually gets filmed in July uh, for a, a show. And it's about the house. It's not about me. Um, but I think it's so interesting because, yes, when you do the right marketing, you never know whose eyes are looking at it. Yeah. On a national and even international level. Yeah. But that's what we prep our homes to do. So when you work with us and you get your home to the level that it should be, we represent that level very, very well. Yeah. And we want it to be a blessing for you as a seller, for you as a buyer, and all the way around. This market, maybe we're going to be in more of a balance and everybody can be a little bit happier. Yes, but we're not going to skimp on the marketing. We're going to continue to do all that we do regardless yes. of where the market is. It's so important yeah, to make your home stand out with more inventory. You need your home to stand out even more with marketing. That's right. And for those sellers who think, oh, is that going to cost me more money? The answer is no. That's a service we provide. That's right. Yeah. I love it, Judy. Good job. Thank you. It's so fun to be back with you. And we are so happy for our one or two regular listeners, maybe there's more out there by now. I I have gotten some feedback. I believe that there's more than just Ron. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys. And we, we would love it if you subscribe to YouTube. Um, keep up with our show. And if you want to be a part of our email newsletter, because we email this information out, we email our podcast out, uh, you can go to sellygroup.com, write us. Uh, from our website and um, ask to be a part of the subscription on that. I mean, we just, we want to stay connected so that you can stay ahead of the curve and the trends that we're seeing in real estate. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time.